Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. My next guest is a Wexford detective who retired three years ago after 38 years in Angarda Shikona. He has since undergone a big career change and he's now writing crime thrillers and he joins me as Dan O'Sullivan. Morning to you, Dan. Good morning, Alan. How are things? I remember when you came to Wexford first off, uh, a young book, That's and, it. and you made it your home. Where did you come to us originally from? I came from Yall, your county Cork, yeah. uh, from Temple, and Tem- Temple War on to Wexford. Then That's my first station and I kind of stayed there for the next 38 years. Years. Yeah. So I, I was um, transferred to Gorey for a brief period of time there in the 80s, just in, into the traffic corps, and then back to Wexford. And so. when you look back on your time in Angarda, you call it then, uh, you re- reflecting on it now, was it an enjoyable time in your life? Was it a difficult time? It was, in your a, life? It was a great time. Um, you know, like the, the, there was an awful lot more respect for police back then than there is now. And it's probably due to the fact that social media kind of covers an awful lot of things with uh, camera phones, etc. You know, you see, you're, you're very much in the public. Guy, yeah. uh, but um, it just people are. I, I think guards are more restrained now the, uh, currently than yeah. they were. Right. But uh, it came a time when you had to retire, uh, and was it a case of you had to retire? No, I could have. I could have worked on maybe another maybe year and a half to two years. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I retired in in January of two thousand and twenty, uh, and unfortunately the, uh, the the pandemic kicked in the same year. So it was a, it was a strange time for me because I was looking forward so much to retiring, uh, spending some time with my wife Etna. What's it like when you leave Angarda Shikana? Or leave, say, I often it's wonder when you leave something like the army or Angarda yeah. Shikana because there's uniformity there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a command chain as well. So what's it like when you when you actually step away from it? Well, it, it is very rigid and it's 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 rank rank based. Um, you can it's like stepping away from a family in many ways because what I miss most about the guards is um, is the personnel involved uh, not so much the, the deadlines and timetables and, and rosters and shift work and stuff so uh, from that perspective I didn't miss it but I do I do still miss uh, that everyday kind of conversations with, yeah. with, with the personnel involved They often say people in politics media and in Garda Shikana are never off duty, would you agree? Would you Would oh, you constantly, yeah. even when, you, going back to your time as a guard, even when you were off duty were you still kind of on duty? Because I, I have to tell you as a radio guy, I'm, I'm always on duty I never switch off. <laughs> Piper up for a run. Well, when I signed off on the diary every day, uh, I'd go home and I probably got as many calls at home and callers to the yeah. door than I did. It's a bit at like work. a vocation, isn't oh, it? Oh, it is. Yeah, and people get to know you. And I think when you get integrated into the um, the local community through clubs, uh, like as you as you might know, I was involved in the Fife Harriers, the Sarsfields, the Volunteers, even uh, and uh, Clannard. Mm. And so, I mean, you just get to know people on an everyday basis. So they're they're much more comfortable approaching you, yeah. uh, you know, with any, any yeah. problems they may have. And you could actually solve those problems maybe with a conversation yeah. rather than going to the book. You, you, you had to cover some very, uh, very difficult traumatic periods in Wexford history in your 38 years, didn't you? Yeah, there's, ve- there's a, very, a lot of varied categories, I suppose, of crime, like anything from murder to um, sexual abuse to uh, you know, the, the usual burglaries, armed robberies. So mm. you do get, you get a huge amount of experience. Right. And I, I kind of, what, I've get, like, what experience I gained during those investigations kind of gave me the right. background to write a crime novel. 
Right, and one of the main reasons you're here is to talk about the crime novel, but being a, a, a new crime writer, you don't want to give too much of the game away, but you do want people to go out and buy the book for Christmas, don't Absolutely, you? no. It's not, for me, it's not about selling books, it, even though that would be a nice, a nice thing. Uh, it was kind of a labour of love that I just wanted to get it published, you know, because I felt that there was a book in me. Yeah. Uh, all my life, I've been an avid reader of novels, so we, we'd say from David Baldacci, Michael Connolly, Lee Child, James Patterson, so I just felt that I could do that. Right. So when the when the pandemic hit in uh, January to March of 2020, I just I just went at it with a view to writing a short story, but it uh, it kind of blossomed into a full blown novel. Right. <laughs> so and it, uh, oh, I, you're not you're not going to allow me to give away too much of it, but <laughs> the start of it is interesting because it starts with a sniper shooting a hedge fund. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's true. In the middle in the middle of Bryan Park in New York, it's right. based it's based in New York, and it like um, there's a it's a conspiracy really. Uh, I suppose. To, to, to try and uh, synopsize it, um, it's it's a murder mystery uh, right. thriller intrigue with with, with, a, with a touch of politics involved. Yeah. Right. And, it, and the U.S. president is kidnapped. The U.S. president is kidnapped, and it's it's a frantic race. Which one against time? No names. It wasn't Trump, was it? <laughs> no, 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 right. no, no. I think he's he's doing a good job himself there. No, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get caught. But anyway, um, no, it, it's it's kind of fast paced as a conspiracy. There's a, a parallel kind of uh, organization called, funnily enough, the organisation and they're trying to usurp the, uh, the the US government as it stands. So yeah. it's a race against time. So, setting about writing the book then, it's on Amazon Kindle, is that it? It's only available on Amazon Kindle, Alan, because uh, it, this really was only, only uh, I was only dipping my toe in the water just to see what it was like and, and to, to gain the experience of writing a novel and what right. was involved and there's a lot involved in it. I'm sure there is uh, and how's it going so far, Dan? What are the reviews? Have you seen any reviews yet? Uh, uh, well, uh, ho- uh, thankfully I suppose uh, the family reviews are all very, uh, very, very yeah. positive. We've got a few people now that have, have read it and they said it, 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 it's up there among thrillers. You know that they would that they would look. Well, no one can doubt your pedigree. I mean, you've, you've no, walked no. the walk. I mean, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose in Irish economy, you do gain a certain amount of experience in criminal investigation, and it comes out in the book where you know about procedure, court procedure, yeah. and criminal investigation procedure. So um, I'm not a stranger to that. So that came easily to me. I didn't have to do as much research. And have you hung it now in a character? Is there a character that could kind of pop up again in your next book? There is, yeah. Actually, I have, I've written a second book. I've completed it and edited it. And I'm in the middle of a third book, yeah. which is the uh, sequel to the first book. So if anybody liked the first book, yeah. there's more in the third I could book. be sitting opposite the new Agatha Christie here and you I could look back know. in years to come and <laughs> next thing all of a sudden, your your detective could become as, as powerful as Poirot. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. If I don't end up in the High Court, maybe. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. So the, the reaction from family and colleagues is good. Yeah, it's very positive. I, I'm, right. I'm delighted with it, you know. Okay, Dan, most important of all, how can people access the book, the title of the book, give it's, them the, the go-to where they can get the it's book. It's a mysterious kill and it's uh, it, its author is obviously me, Daniel O'Sullivan, if you if you want to look it up. Uh, like I said, that if it does if it does prove to be popular, yeah. I will try and get to print. Uh, yeah. Maybe, uh, I suppose, my, my, my uh, dilemma at the moment is trying to find an agent publisher that would be interested in it. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm currently, currently... Well, I know, speaking to many authors, sometimes you have to really battle for that, but that'll be no trouble to you because... Oh, yeah. uh, Someone will pick it up. Ah, yeah. And in years to come, I might look back and say, I remember talking to Dan, and here he is now. His his detective is now a, a, on the cellulite screen. So yeah, there you go. you're like you two in the late, late show. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could be a moment. <laughs> Wish you well. Happy Christmas, Dan. And you too, Alan. Thanks very much.
Daniel O'Sullivan, the book is called A Mysterious Kill. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.